For as long as I can remember, they've been telling us to enjoy it while they're young, but our days are filled with chaos and stress and cooking and endless laundry piles. Where's the time to enjoy it? Yeah, that's what I always thought too. There's so much I have to do. When do I find time for peace and joy and happiness when I barely have time to sleep? Mama, it's time to make shift happen. You can be a happy mom. If I can, you can. Trust me. I've been a mess. I've been depressed. I've been overwhelmed. I've been to the bottom of the pits. And I've risen. I've grown. I've bloomed. And it all started when I realized I didn't have to anything. I get to. It is my privilege and my honor and my divine responsibility to be the queen of my home. It's not a burden. I'm not a burden. I'm in charge. I'm the ruler. I'm the chaos coordinator. I'm the calm in the storm. And so are you. Come with me. Let's rise, mamas. Adjust your crown. Accept your responsibility. Change the effing world together. It's all in the way we choose to see it. I'm so glad you're here, friend. You're listening to Meant to Bloom with Brittany Clarkson. Hello, my beautiful friend. We're back to the Meant to Bloom podcast, and I'm so excited to have you. All right, let's jump in. Today, I want to talk to you about meal planning when you're burnt out, okay? And yes, you'll notice I'm talking about meal planning more often now than I used to. Here's the thing. Most of my internet traffic comes from a blog post regarding meal planning, making it more simplified, making it more easy. So if most of the people are getting to know me through meal planning, I should probably keep talking about it, right? I stopped talking about meal planning because more or less I had things figured out. I was like, well, I already shared all the basic meal planning methods. What else can I share about it? So it got me thinking, what kinds of things am I thinking about when it comes to dinner time? What are the things that I'm still struggling with? The new kinds of questions I'm coming up with? How can I share that with you? And I came up with a couple of questions because I've been facing burnout with meal planning. And I have heard multiple women like on the threads app, women I don't even know. I'm seeing them just post like anybody else burnt out on meal planning. And I'm like, you know what? It wasn't just me who got burnt out on it. It's not just me who gets bored of trying to come up with meals. Let's talk about it. All right. I came up with two questions that in this last week, honestly, have gotten me really excited to start meal planning again. All right. So these are the two things I'm going to want you to question for yourself. Okay. First off, the first question I want you to ask when you're sitting down to plan out those meals. All right. And I am assuming that you have already created your, um, your master list of meals. Have you not done that? Get my, get my kitchen printables guide. There is a place to brain dump and create your master list of menus. Okay. So what I want you to do, I'm going to link my, um, essential happy mom, quick start kit, whatever it is, starter guide, whatever it is that I'm calling it right now. The name is gone through edits. Um, but anyways, the concept is the same. It's the mindset makeover. It's the stressless toolkit. It's my kitchen printables. I'm, I'm going to link that for you in the description and in the show notes, or you can just go straight to brittanyclarkson.com forward slash meal plan. If you're listening on, you know, Spotify or somewhere where there's no clickable links, brittanyclarkson.com forward slash meal plan. There's going to be a link to download and I'll send it straight to your inbox. Um, 
it's got so many good things in it. So many good things. Okay. But the number one thing I'm going to call out in it is the quick reference recipe dump. I want you to create a, just a master list of recipes, but if you haven't done it yet, or you need to go back and edit it, here's what I want you to add to it. Um, based on, I want you to, to I, I want you to pull your meal plan from these two questions I'm going to give you today. Okay, but if you have that quick reference guide, pull that out. If you've already got a master list of menu meals, pull that out. Okay, you want to know what kind of meals you've cooked in the past that were successful. You don't want to just go pull out a Betty Crocker or Better Homes and Gardens cookbook um, and start pulling recipes of things that you've never cooked, never tried. That's the best way to overwhelm yourself and get in over your head and then lose momentum and not want to follow through with your meal plan or meal plan or cook or eat ever again in the rest of your life. So let's not do that. Keep things simple. Okay, so you have your list of foods that you know you can cook, you know your family likes. Use that as a reference, as a starting point. Don't feel confined to it. You don't have to pull only from this. You can do other things too, but use tried and true meals as your starting point, not you know Pinterest. Don't go straight to Pinterest with tens of thousands of recipes you've never tried before in your life. Stick to tried and true, especially when, when you're getting burnt out. Um, you're going to stay burnt out if you're just trying to do totally all new meals. Try one new recipe that's really exciting to you. That's a good option. One or two. Don't get overwhelmed. Okay, moving on. That question I told you I'm going to tell you. Okay, question number one. What do you feel like cooking? Okay, I want you to get out of the mindset of what should I cook this week? You know, what ingredients are going to go bad? What do I have in the pantry? What's on sale? I don't want you to get, I mean, it's good to shop your pantry, good to shop your fridge, good for food waste purposes. But I want you to get out of that headspace of what should I cook? What does my family want to eat? What, you know, get out of that headspace of should. That's no way to live your life. And in meal planning, it's the same thing. I mean, yes, question, what can I utilize that's already in my kitchen? What can I utilize that's on sale? Use those as jumping points to get excited about, not as confinements of I have to use this before I can ever cook anything else. I, you know, don't, that's how you get burnt out because it's not exciting anymore. Now it's a have to, not a get to. All right, cooking, making meals, deciding the meals. This should be fun, so let's make it fun. Yeah, I'm a meal planning nerd, but even I get burnt out and bored on it. So let's make it fun again. Um, so what do you feel like cooking? Remember, cooking is an experience, and it's something we can involve other members of your family in. It doesn't just have to be mom in the kitchen while everything else is going to chaos mom in the kitchen, you know, while husband's on his way home from work, you can incorporate other members of your family into the kitchen time. You can make cooking fun, you know, get a good cooking playlist, listen to a good podcast, um, or use it as an opportunity to teach your kids how to cook something. Teach them something new. Have them do the measuring. Like things don't have to turn out perfect in order for it to be a good experience. Like honestly, the food doesn't have to turn out good in order for you to have a great experience cooking it. 
So start thinking about it, questioning, what sounds fun to cook? What do I enjoy cooking? Or what's so simple to cook that I can listen to a podcast I really enjoy because I, I can cook this meal on autopilot? You know, something, something where it doesn't take a lot of brain work so that you can focus on what you're listening to instead of what you're doing in the kitchen. You know, I can, you know, up, dress up mac and cheese, you know, just boxed mac and, mac and cheese and be like, I'm going to make it fun because I'm going to listen to this podcast or I'm going to watch this TV show on my laptop or my tablet while I'm cooking because I can cook this meal on autopilot and then I can just add a few things to it to make it exciting. You know, chili mac, add a can of chili to your mac and cheese, top it with some sour cream, uh, serve it over a hot dog, chili mac hot dogs, chili mac dogs. I, I don't know. haven't tried that, but it sounds good. I would eat that. My family would probably eat that. Um, so yeah, what sounds exciting to try cooking? Maybe it is a new recipe that sounds really exciting to try cooking. Um, so try out some new recipes that are simply alterations of your current favorites. Try that. You know, how can I take something I already know how to cook and make it a little bit you know, better, spicy, exciting, um, or do a copycat week. That sounds like a lot of fun. Take all your favorite family takeout meals and find the copycat recipes to those. You know, what can you make at home that you always order when you go out? Make that fun, you know, have an olive garden night, make some chicken gnocchi soup. That is not even hard to make. Email me and I'll write you up the recipe. I came up with a great very simple copycat recipe it involves canned chicken. Like I don't even have to cook se chicken separate, canned chicken. And I get gnocchi from the dollar store. So cheap. Um, I think I used a can of Alfredo and like the Alfredo <coughs> or a jar of Alfredo and then refilled the jar with like milk, um, some onions. <coughs> I think I chopped up baby carrots to put in it. And then like broccoli instead of celery because we hate celery in our house. We just don't tolerate it. Um, yeah, it was super simple. Tossed in some spinach right at the end. I think I used like a bunch of Parmesan, Parmesan cheese or something. I don't know. I think I have the recipe written down somewhere. I hope I wrote it down because it was delicious and it was easy and I just made it up as I went. And I am not a good cook, guys. Cooking is not my passion. It does not come easy to me. I have melted frozen pizzas in the oven, like through the grates. I've had so many kitchen traumas. And to come on here and tell you that I came up with a copycat Olive Garden chicken nogi recipe, it was really delicious. That is really something, like it's really saying something. And it's gonna be easy if I'm cooking it because I don't do difficult, you know, more than 10 ingredient recipes. We don't do that here. Um, I don't do complicated when it comes to the kitchen. All right. Um, also, like thinking about what do you feel like cooking this week? Does the idea of cooking just completely suck to you right now? Could you just plan a whole week of frozen meals or a whole week of dump meals? Cook, you know, create, come up with dump meals. You just fill a Ziploc bag with ingredients one day a week, stick them in the freezer, pull a new one out every week, every day. You just cook it up on the stovetop or put it in the crock pot. Do a week of those where you don't even have to cook every day. Or, you know, you can go to the deli and get the pre-cooked meals. Like they have pre-seasoned chicken, they have pre-cut vegetables. Like 
make it simple if you don't feel like cooking this week. That can be, excuse me, that can be really fun and exciting to make it as easy as possible and do something else with your time. I like to do this when, you know, it's really hot and sunny and my kids want to play outside until like 930 at night. And I want to be out there with them. I want to be enjoying that. So I pick super simple meals, a lot of pre, pre-planned meals. You know what was something that's been really a favorite in my family right now? Frozen chicken nuggets. And then I cook them in the oven just, you know, instead of microwaving. Um, if it's just my kids eating it, we microwave it. They don't care. But when mom and dad, me and my husband are going to eat the chicken nuggets too, we always, you know, go ahead and follow the oven recipe for it um, or the oven instructions. So we do frozen chicken nuggets and a salad kit. And we just put the nuggets, you know, you can cut them up, tear them up, cut, uh, chop them up <coughs> or keep them whole. And we just put them on a salad. It is so delicious. You just turn it into a loaded salad. You could also add, you know, get a salad kit, add the chicken nuggets to it. You could also add um, like boiled eggs to it, uh, fresh avocado, some fresh tomato. It doesn't take a lot, add one, one or two ingredients to the salad kit and it totally elevates it. And it was super simple. It takes like five minutes of cook time. That's it. If you don't feel like cooking, but you want something that's, you know, that's a great option right there. Okay. What I want you to really, really remember here is that you are the queen of your kitchen. All right. Meal planning isn't a chore. It's not a have to, it's a get to. Let it be exciting. Let it be fun. All right. You get to choose how you're going to show up in your kitchen, how you're going to prepare your meals, how much effort and time you want to put into this. You get to choose that. All right. It's not fulfilling work for everybody. It's really not. Kitchen time. Some people love being in the kitchen. Some people don't. And that's okay. We are not all meant to be kitchen loving moms. Some of us are meant to love playing outside with our kids until, you know, sunset, until 930 at night, and then being like, we better get inside and go, you know, prepare a salad kit and chicken nuggets before we go to bed. We need to go eat something. You know, some moms are fun moms. Some moms want to just chill with an iced tea uh, while your family plays outside. You don't want to be stuck in the kitchen. That's fine. We're all meant for different things. We really are. And some of us really love cooking. Some of us love baking. Some of us, that's our thing. It's not my thing. But it's okay if it's yours. But it's also okay if it's not. All right? So take shortcuts if you you don't want to spend time in the kitchen. It's fine. Buy pre-seasoned meats. Buy pre-cut veggies. You know, just go shop like the deli section or the in the produce section. A lot of times they have veggies that are already cut and seasoned and like you just have to stick them in the oven. Or they have salad kits where you just have to open everything in the bag and mix it all together. Let it be simple and easy. Use minute rice or instant potatoes instead of, you know, cooking all the way from scratch, if that's what you're into. Um, It doesn't have to be difficult for you to nourish your family. It really doesn't. Especially if you spend most of your time shopping the outside of the grocery store, you can feel pretty good about everything you feed your family. Um... But yeah, the most important thing is that you're showing up with love to prepare your family meals. And that could be a whole episode on its own, cooking out of love instead of out of, you know, angst and anxiety and, you know, how your emotions and your thoughts kind of go into the food that you're preparing. That's a whole thing. Um, And it's kind of, it's legit, like the energy you're in when you're preparing food for people, the energy you're in when you're eating food, 
there's, there's a whole thing about why you're supposed to be praying over your food. You're supposed to be blessing your food before you eat it. Like it's a science thing. Um, and I'd love to share that with you if you guys are interested in that. That's, it sounds crazy, but it's tried and true over time. It's a thing. All right. But also cooking is a time that you can be teaching your kids to cook. All right. Or does your husband like to grill or does your husband like to cook? Some dudes like it. Some guys are better in the kitchen. Some guys prefer to be in the kitchen than, you know, the women in the family. My, my family is a case like that. My husband actually taught me how to cook. He's the one who encouraged me to start learning how to cook because he was a lot better at it when we met. Now I've, you know, the student has surpassed the teacher. I've figured a lot more things out because I'm at home more. I have taken on the responsibility of cooking more. He's gotten a little bit rusty. He's really good when it comes to his Traeger though. He got a Traeger a couple years ago. He's very well practiced on that. He knows what he's doing on the Traeger and on the Blackstone. Those are his, that's, that's where he shines. He shines very greatly. He recently learned how to cook bacon on the Traeger. It's good if you like bacon, it's pretty good. Um, he's really excited about it though. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, if someone else in your family wants to step up and cook and you don't want to do all the cooking, then let them, let it be simple. Let it be easy. Use your time where you enjoy spending your time. Okay. Um, but yeah. And even if your husband doesn't like to cook or your spouse doesn't like to cook, um, even if they're really bad at it, but they are the full-time worker and you're the full-time stay at home and they're the full-time work outside of home, they can still pull their weight by helping out in the kitchen, by bringing home takeout. They can always pick up something on their way home. If they're driving past, you know, you just call it in and be like, honey, grab this on your way home. I need you to take care of dinner, take care of dinner. Or even like, hey, you know, text them at lunchtime. I need you to cover dinner tonight. Do whatever you want. Bring home pizza, bring home Chinese. I don't care, but you need to choose it. You need to arrange it. You need to pick it up on your way home. That's okay to do. This can be a shared responsibility. It doesn't always have to be all on you. Um, and if it is all on you, you can go easy if you need to go easy, right? And if it's all on you and you like it all on you, and ooh, how does that sound? Okay. <laughs> if you accept all responsibility over the kitchen and you like it that way, because you really enjoy cooking, you can go all out as much as you need to. You don't have to simplify your kitchen processes and go with the easiest recipes. If you enjoy cooking from scratch and if you're getting enjoyment out of it, then do it. That makes it both filling a family need and fulfilling your self-care needs of like hobby, you know, doing something for you. Cooking for your family can be doing something for you at the same time. Absolutely. For sure. All right. Let's move on to that second question I want you to ask yourself when you're sitting down the meal plan and you're making your, your master list. I made a totally separate master list this week of food, of meals, or not even, I didn't even list out full meals. I was just thinking of what food. Okay. Here's what I want you to ask. What do you feel like eating? All right. We're getting out of the, what should I cook my family mentality? You're going to ask, what do I feel like cooking? What do I feel like eating? This is so important. And for like a year, like a year, I made meal plans without questioning. What do I want to eat? And then I would go through and I would edit my meal plans day by day and be like, I don't feel like, I don't feel like that today. 
and I would end up cooking what I felt like eating, um, which tends to lead to like more trips to the grocery store or, you know, having my husband take a trip to the grocery store on his way home because we lived way out of town and it was inconvenient to run to the store. Um, our new house is still way out of town and it's a little bit inconvenient, but at least, you know, it's, it's a better situation now. It really is. <laughs> um, it's a 15 minute drive instead of a 30 minute drive for me, uh, which is like way better way better. But yeah, we don't live in town. It's not super simple. It's not very convenient for us to run to the store a bunch. So I very much preach how to conserve trips to the store. But question, what do you feel like eating? Because that's what mealtime is about, right? It's about eating, not about cooking what's in the fridge, cooking what's in the pantry, filling what do you think you should do. It's not about what you should do. Mealtime is about what you want to eat. And if you're the one who gets to pick all the meals, you get to pick meals that you enjoy eating. Okay? I even have this new this new rule in my family that we've instilled in the last week. Because my kids, I got tiny kids. Kids who don't like eating what they're served. Um... And they like to change their minds very often about what they want to eat. They'll see it on their plate and be like, oh, I don't want that anymore. You know, that that very little kid phase of trying to figure out who they are and what they like. And food is just such a thing with that. Um, but the new rule is once mom sits down to eat, she does not get back up until she is done. Because I am sick of my plate getting cold because I had to get up to get my kids three or four other things that they decided they wanted after they said they didn't want it. You know, like, do you want a glass of milk with your, no, I don't want milk with dinner. You sit down. Actually, I do want milk. Well, now that I've sat down, you have to wait until I'm done eating and then I'll get you milk. That's the new rule in our house. And it is so satisfying. It's led to some tantrums on the kids' parts, but it's very satisfying to sit down and actually enjoy my plate in one sitting, you know? Um, so yeah, question, what do you feel like eating? And don't, like, don't forget that eating is part of this process. And I want you to think what's going to satisfy you. What's going to feel good to eat? What is making your mouth salivate right now? Thinking like, oh, that's what's going to go on my list. All right. For me, it's been, it's been home, home fries, homemade fries with, um, with truffle mayonnaise that I found on sale at grocery outlet. Uh, that was a little on sale splurge that I got myself. And that's what I've been calling it every time I get it out. This is my on sale splurge. Uh, it's so decadent and it's such a like luxury condiment. And I'm the only one in the house that eats it. So it lasts a while because uh, they sell them in tiny little jars. Um, but it's so delicious. And so I've made fries three times in the last week because I decided I really love homemade fries with that mayonnaise. And so we've been cooking meals that allow me to have my fries with mayo. And it's okay to repeat things. Like no no one has complained that we've had fries three times in the last week. Not a single person. You can repeat meals. All right? You're allowed, like you could seriously just choose four or five meals that you really love cooking and really love eating and just rotate them until somebody complains or until you're sick of it. Um, like 
you're the only one who makes the rules about how often you're allowed to eat something or like how much variety you need in your meals and in your food. You're the only one who decides that and makes those rules. You and your, the people who eat the food you serve, I guess. Um, but what I have found is I thought I should make seven different meals in a week. That's what I used to think is that I should have a lot of variety. I should not make two pastas in a row. I should not make, um, you know, I, I should not make Mexican food twice in a row or I should not make Chinese food twice in a row. And I was the only one who made up those rules. Turns out I like having the same meal two to three times in a row and no one else in my family has a problem with that. So you never know. It could be a lot more easy than you think. You could be putting a lot more should on yourself than you need to. All right. But I want you to question what you feel like cooking. And I want you to question what you feel like eating more than what you think you should cook. We're shifting that mindset. We're not shooting on ourselves anymore. All right. You are worthy of eating foods that make you feel good. And you're worthy of nourishing your body and satisfying your taste buds. And you're worthy of having what you are craving. And you're worthy of having a good time while making it or preparing it or buying it. You're worthy of the life you want to live. And a food is a much bigger part of it than we tend to think. Meal planning isn't for nerds and losers. Meal planning can be so much fun. All right, who's with me on that? Let's make meal planning fun. All right, so don't forget to snag your free download of the Essential Happy Mom Starter Kit. It's got kitchen printables in it that are going to make meal planning easier grocery shopping easier. Um, plus it's got the stressless toolkit and the mindset makeover in it. So get that and let's have a good time. Okay. I love you so much friend till next time. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of meant to bloom. It really does mean the world to me, but are you ready to take this a step farther? Check out the description below of this episode and grab your mindset makeover. It's totally free, my gift to you. Then hop on Instagram and let me know what you thought of this episode. Tag me at Britt Clarkson. That's B-R-I-T-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. If any part of this resonated with you, please let me know by tagging me or leave a review and share on social media so other mamas can find this too. If it helped you, it's going to help someone else. You're part of a movement now. Let's go. Thank you.